Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the College Football Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Woodward, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Hunter Cottle. Yep, and today we will be talking about Week 0, who played, the scores of that game, and Week 1, um, all the upcoming games for that. Uh, there are currently no change in the rankings, so nothing that we can talk about differently with the rankings but we will be posting this on youtube and if you want to check us out on youtube we can or you can find us at college fb weekly and we also have an instagram which you can find us at college fbw so let's hop right into this um so only two games with week zero nothing special notre dame and usc Let's talk about that Notre Dame game first. What are your thoughts on it? Well, it was a tough, you know, it was a, basically a away game for both. But when Notre Dame got there in Dublin, Ireland, it <laughs> was a home game. I mean, it was. It was. You kind of pictured it. You don't know what, what to expect coming in from both teams. Sam Hartman looked really good, of course. He um, did. He looked. He, played right where he left off at Wake Forest. And Notre Dame can run the football. We learned that. We also learned we don't know – we just don't know yet because we don't know how good Navy is. The first game of the season, week zero, so it's like, you know, it's just an opener. Yeah, it it is Navy, which we have to understand. But you can never – doubt Navy when you play them because they're always an upset team. Right. But I think I mean Navy just kept running the same plays really. They they have a, such a small playbook. It's yeah, pretty it's just, just the triple option. It's yeah. And they ran it the whole game. <laughs> exactly. There was like no passing. And if there was yeah. it wasn't anything too terribly good. But Notre Dame, I did like Sam Hartman yeah. a lot better than last year's quarterbacks oh my goodness uh yeah Notre Dame won 42-3 not a big surprise beating the spread by a lot I think their spread was only like 31 points so that's really good for Notre Dame good easy starting game uh they're gonna have a lot tougher schedule going ahead but nothing too crazy besides two top 10 teams (laughs) yeah yeah um, but number six, USC, uh, versus San Jose State. Um, USC won 56 to 28. Now, me and me and Cottle here, um, have talked so much about how bad USC's defense is, and I think it kind of shows letting a team like San Jose State put up 28 at home. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean. <laughs> I had one good touchdown that I thought was outstanding, San Jose State. But they yeah. they're one of those schools where you just you you almost have to overlook them. And uh, and especially when you have Caleb coming back as a Heisman and he made some awesome plays. Oh yeah. But that defense is going to have to get better cuz you see they're going to have to go against Notre Dame later in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. I mean, yeah, I mean, that one. was their downfall. That was their downfall. Yeah. It was Utah. Yep. I mean, they had it. Utah is a good offense. 
with Cam Rising. And last year they lost to Utah twice. So, yeah. I mean, if you don't fix your defense up, I mean, it's a good starting game to get your feet dipped in. But, yeah. I mean, 28, 28 is insane for San Jose State. Yeah. So, That's most, it's uh, going to be a uh, – it's going to be all about Caleb Williams. Yeah. And Again. Zachariah Branch, freshman. Yes. Man, he is. He's quick. Got some wheels on him. He scares me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you got anything else to talk about those two games? There's nothing really else to talk about, I don't think. There were a couple other games, FBS, but nothing top 25 like we've yeah. seen. Or are gonna see, so yeah. Great Anyways, week. it was awesome to see Notre Dame in Dublin. That was that was really cool. Yeah, nice stadium for them. It was awesome. Really good fun to have game. college football back too. Yes, and indeed, and not just talk about. It. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Finally, Finally. Yeah. week one, jumping yeah. into week one, AP top twenty-five, same as last week. No ranks have changed, even though Notre Dame and USC have a win. Nothing goes – I mean, nothing really matters until CFP. But we're going to talk about the games these teams are going to be playing this next week. Yeah. So, number one, Georgia. They're going to be playing UT Martin at 6 p.m. on Saturday. So – Nice little there, open up them. It is. It's kind of like USC San Jose State. Yeah, worse. But I think yeah. we get to see Carson Beck. That this is always a upgrade, you know. You get to see there's an upside to these teams playing lower ranked teams, right? Yeah, we get to see Carson Beck. We get to see the new coaching, you know, going on. See how the defense is. George's defense usually comes strong, and we'll, you know we'll see. And it's week one, and that's just that's all that matters right now, and that's awesome. Yeah, I want to see how they utilize um, Brock Bowers with a new quarterback. I think that could be dangerous if they could find a spot for him. But if they play tight man uh, against a new QB, I think that could be very bad for them. Yes. Um, There was no spread for this game. So it's pretty obvious. I think Georgia wins by at least 25. That's just saying – opening game jitters out everything I don't think they should be out of number one until they lose but I think that they are definitely weaker than they were last year yes um anyways moving on to number two we have uh Michigan they play East Carolina at home uh 12 p.m Saturday and they Actually, do have a spread for this game with Michigan by 36. Same as before, opening game. But I yeah. think like I, it's the opposite with what I said about Georgia. Georgia is weaker this year than they were last year. But Michigan is probably stronger because they have J.J. and Blake back. Yeah. Man, they have a lot coming back. and They have a lot coming. More than just them two, but – yeah. I mean, offensive line, that's the, that's the biggest part for them, protecting J.J. Mm-hmm. They need him all year. You know, he's he didn't start last year, but now he gets a full season by himself. 
and he has control. He has the keys. So right. it'll be really interesting to see. Oh yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think they easily win by thirty six. It's not any question. It's East East Carolina, to be honest. It's gonna be uh, a Blake show. Oh yeah, pretty much. Um, moving on to number three, we have Ohio State. They play at Indiana uh, this Saturday at three thirty p.m. Uh, and Ohio State is set to win by thirty. A, l- a little bit stronger of a team. Indiana is not that great. But it's always a weird game against Indiana. Yeah, you just never yeah. know with them. They could last year. I think they had that little bit of a run where they were maybe ranked seventeen. And it was yeah, good football they were playing. And if they want to start off the year right, they're going to have to put up a little bit of an effort against Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. But hey, this is what happens with these lower ranked teams. They come to play all out. No matter they. Put everything on the line. They, there's no trick plays that haven't been called during these games. Yeah. I mean, I think Ohio State wins by 42. But that's what the new quarterback. Speaking of new quarterback, starting QB is going to be Kyle McCord over Devin Brown. So, which is nice. I think, yeah, we're going to be using both QBs during the season, I believe, and yep. that could be very. Very lethal. A full fresh QB on separate drives. Fresh set of legs. They have the same mm-hmm. playbook. So. Tempo will be – hopefully we'll run a lot of tempo this year. Yeah. It's going be a yeah. good game to show it off in. Oh, yeah. Uh, next at number four, we have Alabama. Uh, they're playing at home against MTSU. Uh, at 7.30 p.m. this Saturday, and Alabama is set to win by 39. Not a hard game for Bama. Bama. No. Uh, not at all. MTSU. I don't know anything about MTSU. I've... No. It's, it's a no-name game, all respect to the sport, but when it comes to the top four teams in the country, this is, without a doubt, a blowout. Yeah, I don't yeah. see any changes in the top four. I want to see how Alabama does without Bryce Young. Well, here's the thing. You know, Nick Saban, he hasn't done this in a while, and he's holding off naming the starting quarterback, which causes a distraction, which I yeah. could see how it does. But I could also see how players on the team are looking and saying, well, who's going to be our guy? Yeah. And I feel like they're he's going to do the same thing that Ryan Day is going to do. Start somebody, keep him in for a little bit, fresh set of legs come in. It's a good game to do this in. So oh, yeah. they'll be able to really see what they have. I think their running game is one of the best running back rooms in the nation. So Oh, yeah. They have a really good running back room. Yes. Uh, along with, I believe, personally, Ohio State, who has several – Several big running backs, no big name running backs who were up for Heisman, but pretty consistent running backs. Yeah, that's all you need. Exactly. Um, but the thing was staying con- or staying concealed about the starting quarterback and wanting to put in that fresh legs is you got to keep that not just for the first game, but you got to keep that hidden for as long as you can. Yeah, um, until until you players- need it. Yeah, until the players show who should be there. 
Right. Um, you should be able to watch this game, maybe not even after week one, because it's not a really a big name team. But when you start getting later and you start playing, you know, early SEC conference games, you're gonna start to realize, okay, Saban trusts him more, or Ryan Day tr- is trusting him more. Right. So we'll, you, it's just, it's like spring training right now. Pretty much, it's, yeah. But at the yeah. beginning of the season. Yep. Oh my goodness! All right. Anyways, moving on to number five, uh, we have LSU. They play Florida State. Um, number eight, Florida State. By the way, uh, yeah. at seven thirty p.m. this Sunday, LSU is said to win by two point five. This is the biggest game of the week. I'm surprised yeah. it isn't College Game Day. It is Sunday, so yeah, can't really do much about it. But I mean. These two, t- this is a top 10 matchup. It's going to pretty much change the course of the year for one of the other teams. I mean, not really for LSU because LSU can go to a CC championship with two losses and win and be in the top four. So, yeah, like depending on those losses. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, I think LSU can win it. If they play like they did against Bama last year. Okay. But yeah. I think if Florida State is as good as everybody says they are right now, I have Florida State winning by 10, not just losing by 2.5. Same spread because last year we saw it in Florida State in Tallahassee. It was a very, very good game. If you didn't watch that game, you need to go back and watch it because it's going to be the same team. Team's going at it. Exactly. Awesome. You got Jordan Travis coming in. Revenge, yeah. too. Wasn't it a field goal to win it? Yeah. That's like just to run out of time. Absolutely beautiful. Um, but yeah, that uh, that game's, I think, the biggest game of the week so far. Uh, besides a couple other games that are going to be notable, but that's going to be the biggest thing we watch this weekend. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on to number six, uh, we have USC. Just talked about them a little bit ago, playing San Jose State. They play Nevada at home, so they're at home back-to-back weeks. Good. Uh, they really good play – oh, yeah. That's a super good opener, two back-to-back home games. Uh, they play at 6.30 p.m. this Saturday, and USC is set to win by 38. I want to see their defense. Uh, I know what their offense has. The whole nation knows who Caleb Williams is. He's he's a magician. I mean, he there's some things he does that not people in the NFL can do. So it's mm-hmm. we know we you know they have that. But I want to see their defense, their defensive line more importantly, and their secondary. Man, it, that was just very. Their secondary awful. gets burnt. Yeah, it's like every play, and they're they're very talented. So yeah, I I just think it's put into the wrong category of skill. Yeah. Like they have certain talents that are really useful on the field, but they aren't used correctly. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a, a matching game for trying to find out who fits where for USC. Um, Nevada. I mean, if Nevada puts up 28 as well, that looks bad for their power rankings in general. Cause their defense is going to be like the worst ranked in the nation if it's letting teams like that score so many points. 
Yeah, already. It's like if we would have we would have the same conversation if Navy would have put up twenty. Exactly. So exactly, but they did not. So I mean, I mean it's the same. It's like the same caliber team, but Navy is more known, for sure. Yeah, Southern Cal kind of reminds me of the older Bob Stoops, Oklahoma team. Oh, they, <laughs> they would. They had really, really, really good offense. That would win them a lot of football games, big football games, but their defense was just miserable. Just practically a shootout. Yeah. Get lucky a couple a, drives. Yeah, you can't win a lot of football games like that. And they didn't mm-hmm. win the first round of the playoffs. So, Southern Cal, they need to just get their defense together. Come on. Yeah. That's, I think it. that's the biggest thing for them right now. If their defense was like even in the top ten, they would be yeah. number one, and they would be going to the top four every single year yeah. until Caleb Williams is gone. But, I mean, after last year, and he's a step up, and so far there's not a lot of improvement. Um, but anyways, moving on to number seven, we have Penn State. They play West Virginia this Saturday at 7.30 p.m., and Penn State is set to win by 20.5. I've got an upset alert for you. Upset alert. Okay. I think I think West Virginia is gonna take this game. You know, I really do think Penn State. They start off the year either strong or not at all, and it's very different from every other team because they can yeah. start off strong or they can start off weak and end strong. Penn State. They have to start strong every year. They have to at least before they play Michigan or Ohio State. Yeah. And West Virginia, man, they. You know, we don't know much about them. But we know this is going to be kind of a rival game. And just far apart teams. So it's going to be really interesting. I love it when these two matches collide. It's awesome. I think it is going to be interesting. I think the same thing I said last week about them playing Ohio State with having to be a fourth quarter team. Yeah. This is This is a smaller team than them. And I believe that they won't have to outlast them till the fourth quarter. I think Penn State will win by the spread, maybe seven difference. But if they played like they did against Ohio State last year in the first three quarters, I feel like they'll do fine throughout the season. Now, I don't care if Penn State loses. I don't care if they win. Because, personally, for me, Ohio State is most likely going to beat them have yeah. for the, the past six years. Um, but I would favor Penn State because of the Big Ten team. And if we do happen to lose to them, that would look very bad for us. So, yeah. I'm going to have to pick State or pick Penn State just by favoring so okay yeah um then just talked about it number eight florida state versus number five lsu 7 30 p.m sunday uh lsu by 2.5 uh then we've got number nine clemson they play at duke at 8 p.m this monday and clemson is set to win by 13 why such a low spread you think because it's at duke 
And we haven't played there in a long time since Taj Boyd and Sammy Watkins era. And okay. it's, you know, the last time Duke is one of those teams where, yes, they are a basketball school. So is a lot of ACC teams, but like North Carolina. But I think it's opener. There's a lot of pressure on K Klubnik's shoulders, and I think he's going to handle it very well. He's got a he's got a lot of weapons. You know, DJ was the quarterback for Clemson last year, and he didn't have that much weapons. No. Now, you've got you got some receivers out there, and the defense it might even be better than that's been in the years, and that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to say. But I also think okay. it helped with being a backup and being. His first career snaps being in yeah. very tight games that they needed him. Yeah. Uh, even if it didn't turn out, those are good starting snaps to kind of get the jitters out. So you yeah. know know what big hype games are, smaller games are, and how that determines how much you need to be like mentally pre- prepared. So yeah, yeah. I think I think Clemson wins by twenty one. I mean, it's, it's Duke. Yeah. I think Nothing it's, uh, too great. It's going to be a nighttime game. Clemson thrives on nighttime games. And it's going to be a show. You're going to see a whole new offense with Garrett Last Riley. game of the weekend, man. Yeah, I love it. Monday night, prime time. Let's go. Pushes back the, uh, the rankings or the release date for the rankings, though, sadly. Yeah. That's fine. So Nobody's anybody. Yeah, it's just AP. I mean, there's yeah. no real upsets, like crazy upsets in the top 10. Um, Moving on to number 10, we have Washington playing Boise State this Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Washington set to win by 14.5. Um, yeah. Washington made their name for themselves last season. I think they'll do pretty good this season. But, I mean, I think Boise State is a clear shot win. Might be a tight game, but I think they do pretty well, if not better, than they did last year. Maybe a little bit is short. That, is that at Boise? No, that's at home, I believe. Okay. It's either at home or uh one of the classic games. I'm not yeah. sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, Washington, they have a really fast offense, and we saw it last year, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, MP back there. That, that dude's good. Okay, that dude's let's really not good. sleep on that guy. He is. No, he's, he's got good. really he's good. A great season. He gets a lots of yards every yes. season. It's gonna be all awesome. Oh yeah, uh, Washington wins by a spread tie game. Like I said, um, yeah. moving on to number eleven, you got Texas. They play Rice uh, this Saturday at three thirty p.m. There's no spread. It's it's. Pretty much gonna. I think. I think they win by thirty-five. I think Quinn Ewers scores at least four touchdowns, either passing or running in. He is one of my Heisman sleepers this year. Okay, he's got a he's got a fresh cut too. He got rid of the mullet hair. Thank so, the Lord. Yeah, That's good. so he's you know he's gonna be That's locked good. in. Um, how much do you think Texas will win by? What do you think there'll be an upset? No, um, because I think Texas won't lose until they play Bama. Okay. But I think they'll probably win by 
I'm gonna say 28. 28. Yeah, it's good. It's, That's good. I mean, it's gonna be at home. It's gonna be Quinn Ewers just tossing the ball around. Yeah. And we won't learn much from Texas after this first week. I want to say their defense. Their defense played good in some spots last year, but this year they've got to they've got to play it the whole four quarters. Right. And Nothing was notable about Texas's defense yeah. last year. Yeah. Um now it was notable whenever they were throwing the game late late in the game, but I mean, you can't do much with the hurt quarterback against Bama. Yeah. And only having That's... to rely on your defense. So no wonder they were getting gassed. They were playing three and out drives and just choking up. But uh, let's move on to number 12. We got Tennessee. They play at home against Virginia uh, this Saturday at 12 p.m. Tennessee set to win by 28. I do not hate Tennessee. I like Tennessee. I like Tennessee. I've been to some Tennessee games. A lot of my family uh, has lived in Tennessee. I've grown up. Besides Ohio State, of course, singing Rocky Top. So, uh, I know Cottle doesn't like it, but uh, <laughs> I've got Tennessee slipping in the top ten after this. After this next couple of weeks, after maybe some upsets, hopefully. Um, but yeah, uh, Tennessee versus Virginia. This isn't a bad game for them. Good opener. They win by the spread. They win by the spread. A really good opportunity for Virginia. They had a tough year last year. Had oh, some yeah. things off the field that were tough. And, uh, you know, that's, there's not really much to expect from Virginia. But, you know, don't let's say a good ACC-SEC matchup. Yeah. First now, good opener. I would say this is a make-it-or-break-it week for Tennessee after losing Hinden Hooker and Jalen yeah. Hyatt. Um, I mean, that was mainly their offense last year. Yeah. They've still got some good players on offense, but, I mean, not a great defense. Not a great defense at all. Um, anyways, let's move on to number 13, Notre Dame. Just played last week. They're already 1-0. Uh, they play Tennessee State this Saturday at 3.30 p.m. And there's no spread. It's Tennessee State. Yeah. I yeah. I want to see Sam Hartman. I want to see some more him running the ball. Then, yeah. And if you could just hand it off to your running backs, then so be it. You can do that. <laughs> I want to yeah. see Sam use his legs, though. He can really – he, when he gets moving, he can make some space. Get him in and, some good, uh, good options. Yeah, yeah. He did a lot of that slow pace. It's a very different tempo at Notre Dame, but he's so far. I mean, after week one, we've seen he can, uh, kind of adapt to it. Right. So that'd be good. Be good to see what else he can do, and not just that. Yeah. Their defense. Yeah, I, I, I want to see the consistency in their defense. A lot more. They've got a good defense. They've always had a pretty consistent defense, I think. Yeah. Um, nothing – I mean, they've held teams to good scores, but, again, they haven't put up big score games. But I believe Sam Hartman will help with that. Uh, anyways, moving on to the next 
team. We got number 14, Utah, that is playing Florida at 8 p.m. this Thursday. Uh, Utah is set to win by 6.5. No Florida, camera. No camera, no by the way. So that's, that's going to be a little different game because Florida, you don't really know much about every year coming in. They could end the year pretty well, but – it's just, man, they they got a tough schedule this year. They need to win this game. Yeah, I don't know if for, they will, but Utah they need to win the game for Cam. Yeah, when he comes back, they it's over. You know, they got to get him out there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if if Florida either goes six and six or eight and four every year, um, not the star of the SEC, but definitely gonna be a good game for Utah without Cam Rising. Yeah. Uh I think the six point five is fair. I think that's pretty fair on the spread. And at number fifteen we have Oregon. They play at home against Portland State this Saturday at three PM. Not a bad game for Oregon. Good start. In state too. Yeah. I mean, you just you see that a lot. It's like a tradition for week one. You know, you play your weaker teams just to get loose, get warm. I think Bo yeah. Nixon yeah. have a great season. You know, they they need a defense too. It's a lot of Pac twelve. Pac twelve has offense but no defense most most of the time. So we'll see. Right. Right. I think Oregon's gonna have a strong year. I don't think they'll go to the playoffs or anything, but maybe they can upset a good amount of teams. Yeah. Um, next at number sixteen we have uh Kansas State. They play southeastern Missouri at seven PM. Uh, this Saturday, um, I mean, that's a good opener game. Like, like you just said, usually weaker teams. Yeah. Kansas State played really good last season. They beat TCU. I mean, played really good against Bama. Yeah, but they don't have Deuce Vaughn anymore. That's true, but he was. He's a very small portion of yeah. their team. Agreed. Um, I think Kansas State could do good. Maybe a couple upsets, like maybe Oregon. Uh, I I think the spot they're in might be the highest or the lowest they could be this season. Either they're really going to be good or really bad. There's no in between. Yeah. Um, next. The team, Kansas State beat uh, number 17, TCU. Um, they play Colorado this Saturday at 12 p.m. TCU set to win by 20.5. We get to see Prime in his first coaching game. As much as it's weird for me to say this, I actually think Colorado is going to win this game. Okay. Why yeah. do you say that? Because of all the hype? You see, you just don't know, but. I think Dion, we give him a lot of credit because, yeah, he's all bling-bling. He's he's out there. He puts himself out there, which yeah. a lot of coaches do. He just – he has to prove himself. I think it's all or nothing for them. They have right. Shador Sanders, a quarterback. You know, he's playing against defenses that already know what he's going to be doing. So, and Travis Hunter, he's a great two-way player. Um, maybe look for him somewhere along the line of his career, being a Heisman contender at some point. He's very athletic. 
You know, he doesn't drop anything. He's got sticky hands. So, yeah, I, th- I think they're, I mean, uh, TCU's going to be – it's a great game for both teams. Colorado, if they win that game, they're going to be in the top 25. Right. TCU, they win. They're not so bad without Max Duggan. Right. Uh, like you said, without Max Duggan, he was the heart of the team. He really put in a lot throughout his time there at TCU. I mean, he beat Michigan, and then they had the worst showing in college football championship history against Georgia, yeah, <laughs> which was completely awful. But I think if Colorado wins even only five games this season, that's a huge improvement from 0-12 and 12 last season. Yeah. Like, that is huge. That is absolutely massive. And I think even if they had like a losing season like five and seven, that is still really good. Or they could go six and six and possibly get a bowl game. Yeah. That that would be nice for them. That would be awesome for them. Uh, that would be great like, for Colorado. They're like the Duke of Pac twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're <laughs> you know, they're they haven't really had a good season that I can remember. I've had great players come out of there, of course, but I think it's a little different vibe, and TCU they don't have Garrett Riley anymore, so right they've got a new off. They don't have a, a lot. Yeah, they're pretty so new all around the board. Perfect game for Deion Sanders to make his appearance at. I'd say oh, that. Yeah. Game one. Yep. Week one, love it. Uh, next, we have eighteen Oregon State. They play at San Jose State uh, at three thirty p.m. this Sunday. And Oregon State is set to win by 16.5. San Jose State playing two ranked teams back-to-back. I mean, at least give them the strength of schedule. I mean, they've, they've got a tougher schedule than Georgia. So, right. Um, even in the first two weeks. But I think Oregon State has a little bit better defense. They did last year, at least. I don't know what all they're bringing back. But I do know they have a guy by the – he goes by the name of DJ Uyunglele, Big Cinco. Um, you know, he played for Clemson. He's very talented. We don't – he got drafted by the Dodgers. Right. So, his arms got to be something. I think he'll be able to play freely. It's He's going against tougher defense and from the ACC. So, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. I, hope I think he really could do good. good. Yeah. Hopefully he improved over last season from then to now with – I don't yeah. know if he put too much focus into baseball or I want to see play- improvement of a football side. He hasn't even played baseball since high school. I that know. That does happen a lot. That does happen a lot. They get drafted. Yeah. I mean, even players that draft, they don't even sign half the time. But right. DJ, I think he's coming in with a chip on his shoulder. And as a fan of him, you know, I, he lost – really big games for us, but at the same time, he used to be a Tiger, and I want to see him rise to the occasion, like Chase Bryce or Tyson Fomachon. He played last yeah. week in New Mexico State. He played really good, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for yeah. DJ. I think Oregon State wins by at least 21. Yeah. At least, hopefully, if they're a top 25 team. They should win by 21. I feel so bad for them because they don't know what 
what DJ they're getting either. Right. So, it could be a bummed out be, one. Yeah. Or he looks good though. I, you know, I watched his practice film the other day, and you know he's doing good, but he also practiced very good. well. So. So we'll have to see. Wait till game time. Uh, next we have number nineteen, Wisconsin. They play Buffalo at three thirty p.m. this Saturday. Wisconsin to win by twenty-eight. Buffalo is Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, same same as any other game this week. Usually, week one, the stronger teams play weaker teams. This being a ranked Wisconsin is kind of weird because. You know, I it's really Wisconsin. Do, yeah, I think Wisconsin. They're not going to be that team that starts off late and then kind of gathers gathers themselves. I think they're going to be at least fifteen by the end of this year. Okay, because like, they're in a tough schedule. You know, tough defense. It's going to be cold games. They're used to that, obviously. But <laughs> it's uh, you know, I think they can make their conference. That would be good. I think uh, Ohio State will win that conference. But yeah, another you know. Ohio State Wisconsin conference game would be immaculate for me. And it would be huge for Ohio State to get another win like that under their belt. Oh yeah, at least go to the Big Ten this year. Yeah, yeah, that's step one. I missed, missed it. Step- yeah, we got three. We got three goals. Beat that team up north. Win the Big Ten. Win the Natty. So we haven't completed step one for two years straight. So it's tough. Say nothing. We lost to uh, Mr. Spencer Rattler. So yeah, yeah. Good lord, Oldest Stetson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, documentary about him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next we have number twenty Oklahoma. They play Arkansas State uh, this Saturday at twelve, uh, and they're set to win by thirty six. Um, yeah. I don't know where don't this think... came from. Six and six Oklahoma from last year, going to number twenty, and then getting a spread like thirty six against a weaker team. We saw them play weaker teams. They do have, I know they have Dylan Gabriel coming back. She, yeah, you know, he played at UCF, played really good there. Great, you know, all around quarterback. But everything you want to see in the quarterback, he has the credentials to do it. But you just their defense, even Brent Venables being a coordinator first before a coach. He is, yeah, one of the best defensive coordinators. And, and yeah, I'm biased because he coached at Clemson and won two natties. But we didn't see any there. of that last year. We didn't right. see any. We saw him kind of none of that. Yeah, we saw him kind of build his little program on like Dabo did. He because that's all he really knew. So, right. I think this year will be a little bit more of just him figuring himself out and him figuring out this team and what he really wants to do with this team. I mean, he can – I think the ceiling for them is get back to a New Year's Eve game. So Yeah, some some good bowl game would be amazing yeah. for them. I don't see them in the top ten no. unless they have bias somehow. But it, it's not – it's not the Oklahoma we used to know, yeah. like the big ranked Oklahoma with Baker, uh, or with Jalen Hurts or Kyler Murray. Yeah, 
Oh my goodness, dude! It just having that talent on that team. I feel like the the talent hasn't been lost, but the the drive to do everything has. Yeah, I feel like they're them in Texas switch spots for yeah. a little bit. For a know, little we bit. haven't seen much of Texas, but so far it's SEC the man. Yeah, it's SEC. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh when they both lose the Vanderbilt. So <laughs> yeah, Vandy of all teams. Um, then at number twenty-one, we have North Carolina at South Carolina, or no, not out in South Carolina. In Charlotte, it's gonna be yeah, Charlotte. In some, anyways, um, they play at seven thirty p.m. this Saturday, and UNC set to win by two point five. Duke's Mayo Classic. I mean, this is college game day. Yeah, I think. What are what is your prediction for this game? I have UNC winning by a slim margin if they can complete what they need to. Yeah. But if Spencer comes out game one and thrives like he does against, did against Tennessee, I've got – it's either North Carolina winning by a little or South Carolina winning by at least 14. Yeah. I've got – be ready for this one. Okay, so Clemson okay. played both of them. So I've kind of right. watched their little their film. You know, watched some of their games they played last year and everything. Drake mm-hmm. May is really good. He, you know, hit a very good season last year. Their defense was awful. One of the worst defenses, <laughs> not just the ACC, but in college football. And I think they got a lot of guys coming back, which is really good for them because they were young on defense last year. And Spencer Rattler, he's getting smarter. I hate to say it. And I hate Carolina. I hate South Carolina. So, it's just, I don't know. I think Drake May is going to go out there and just ball out and show that he's a Heisman contender. And right. either way, if Carolina wins, they'll be ranked. Yeah, and, just like the end of yeah. last season Yeah, where they and snuck if, in. Yeah. And if North Carolina wins, they'll stay ranked and maybe jump up higher. So I think right. South Carolina should be ranked. I think they should after the way I know they lost to Notre Dame last year, but in their bowl games they, they played a they played a lot of good games. Yeah, they had a tough schedule. They got another tough schedule this year, but you know, it's you difficult to play Georgia and Clemson every year. Yeah, and then now you got to rank North Carolina with a Drake May. Yeah. So fat softer. I'm ready to see it. Yeah. If Spencer Rattler can play good against a a slightly worse defense that North Carolina has, yeah. I I I think South Carolina could win, but if not, Drake May should be able to throw all over them. Yeah. I I think think he will. I think either way, it's gonna rely on UNC's defense the whole game. South Carolina got they have really good talent on defense, and but we just we just don't know. South Carolina, they had a really it could have been a fluke year last year. Right. Shane Beamer, to me, I'm not going to get into that because I'm a consumer. <laughs> but we got a lot of Carolina fans. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep it respectful. Yeah, it's good too. It'll be a good game. Good game for sure. 
Uh, next, we have number 22, Ole Miss. They play Mercer this Saturday at 2 p.m. No spread. It's Mercer. I uh, had an old high school football teammate who went to Mercer, and they are not good at all. No, I had a uh, – if he's the same teammate that you're talking about, I had classes with him. Yeah. Uh, he, he was I talking mean, about he went to Mercer all the time. Yeah. So that's cool. I, I mean, respect to Mercer, but it all comes down to, like, AP rankings at this point. I mean, Ole Miss, there's no spread on here. It's pretty simple. I think Ole Miss wins by 25. Yeah, Jackson Dar, I think he comes out strong. Yeah. Their defense, going to have to step up from last year. We We hear that saying a lot, don't we? Yeah, a lot. It's almost like it's turned into only offense. Just like the NBA has turned into threes. Yeah, and the NFL has turned into a couple of cornerbacks and running quarterbacks. Right. So Crazy, right? It is. Times have changed. For the best, maybe. Yeah. Ole Miss wins, no, no problem. Yeah. Uh, then at number twenty-three, we have Texas A&M. They play New Mexico State this Saturday at seven p.m. Texas A&M by thirty-eight. Now this is the only other time I see such big spreads is top ten Alabama and Michigan and USC. But I mean Texas A&M isn't that insanely great, so. From last year, I mean, they were such a letdown with the number one recruiting class coming in yeah. that year. I mean, give me a break. Didn't and they I, finish I just, unranked? Jimbo, yeah. Yeah, they did. Jimbo is not a very good coach. I'm just going to say that point blank. He had a lot of help. He got left with luggage at Florida State. That's why oh, he had yeah. So, I mean, I – you know, I hope that Texas A&M is good because uh, I don't know if you have, but I watched that Johnny Football documentary. Right, Johnny I haven't Football. watched it yet. Man, it is good. You got to go watch it. But it's the only way I'd ever watch Texas A&M if he was there. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, the, it's a hit or miss with them. They're kind of the middle feeders in the SEC. Yeah. I mean. One's still looking for a higher rank. Yeah. They could beat Bama and then lose four other games to nobody we know. So it's like right. that loss to App State. App State was very mediocre. They kept them in the conversation for top 25 for sure. Right. And it was really fun talking about them. But also, we don't like to see Texas a and struggle. It's, you know, it's we don't standard. like seeing them struggle in an upset game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have number 24, Tulane. Uh, they play South Alabama this Saturday at 8 p.m. Tulane to win by 6.5. I think, you know, Tulane Tulane is a shocker in the top 25. So I think if they could if they could win first their first game. Yeah. Right. This high, is, this is their highest they've ever been. Yeah. So I think, I think Tulane, if they can win the first game, they stay in the top 25, solidify that. So I'm, I'm proud of Tulane. I yes. think they beat. I think they beat South Alabama by the Green spread. Wave. Green wave, baby, let's go. Green wave. Uh, then last but not least, uh, we have number twenty-five Iowa. They play Utah State this Saturday at twelve p.m. And 
Iowa is set to win by 25. That is going to be a closer game than I think we realize. Yeah. It's going to be a defensive game. Yes. And Iowa, they have a great offensive line. Quarterback, they usually just put anybody back there. Right. Don't know much about Iowa. I think, I mean, you probably do because that's kind of close. They have a lot better defense than everybody thinks. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. And Utah State, we. Utah State, but they played really good last year. So yeah. there weren't a lot of big games, late night games. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. You know, it's week one. We don't know what's going to happen. No. That's um, the idea of it. Look, we have all the looking in teams talked about it last week. It's not hard to find, but we have a lot of teams that are looking in. I mean, just with a couple votes couple from of- the first week of uh, the AP Top 25. Uh, you could pretty much guess almost any team that's in looking in. But uh, do we have any big news? Any big news? I think the biggest news is that Cam Rising is not back yet. Yes. That's going to be the biggest news. Because uh, honestly, he was one of my favorite players. We talked about this live last podcast, but he was one of my favorite players to watch. He was exciting. He played with full heart. Maybe not as athletic as all these other quarterbacks. Right. He was beating those other quarterbacks. So, I think if he come, he needs to come back week three or week four to be solidified in a Heisman race because he had a year last year that could put him in that. But injuries, man, they suck. That's the worst thing about sports is that. So, hope he right. gets better. I mean, his effort put into the game, I mean, I compare him to – more of like Max Duggan, but he puts a lot of effort and can actually very well exceed in higher games. Even though if they don't win, he's got some really great stats. So his jersey is never clean. Nope, never. Yeah, it's I'm insane seeing him on the sideline. I want him in the game. But oh yeah, I want I want to watch him almost every single game. Yeah, great quarterback. Awesome. Um. Anyways, uh, we're filming this now. Uh, if you want to watch us on YouTube, uh, we are. You can find us at College FB Weekly, and on Instagram, you can find us at College FBW. Uh, new thing about I don't know if I told you yet, but you can watch the videos on Spotify. Yeah. Of us, so that's actually pretty cool. I like that's that awesome. a lot. So if you don't want to go to YouTube. Or if it's more convenient for you to watch on Spotify, just watch here or just listen. It's it's really anything. Make sure you tell everybody you know about our podcast. Yeah, it would be greatly appreciated. It would. We've got big uh, news for the next podcast. So big news next week. Buckle up. We're going to be looking at some stuff and figuring some stuff out. So it's going to be a big week for us. Going to be taking notes on the games too. Yes. So get ready for next week. Probably a longer episode. So thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you guys next week. Peace. See ya. Go Tigers.